Hi everybody, you're listening to Survival Guide. We're gonna figure it out. You just blew through the fucking thing. That's too loud. I was thinking about um I was thinking a little bit about some stuff and um some possibilities. Okay. Michael. And I was uh hear me out and let me know what you think or if you think this might have been done before or anything. Okay. And I was thinking you take uh <clears throat> you take like a like a Wizard of Oz munchkin or like a like a Oompa Loompa type guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a short worker. You, you know what I'm getting yeah. at. Yeah. Right? Well, they don't have to be a worker, just that's that type of guy. Yeah. And you take one of them and you put them in uh you put them in like a plastic bag, like a Ziploc or like anything you could seal up. And you um <clears throat> you like vacuum out the air in this bag, right? But you give him like uh like an oxygen tank and crackers and shit, so he's like in this bag, right? And then you uh you take a horse and you bring a horse in and you cut the horse's stomach open and you move he's got a bunch of stuff inside his body you know what i'm talking about like uh like yeah fucking, like like guts, like organs organs and stuff and you you cut him open and then you take uh you take your guy your little the little guy there right the midget yeah. guy okay and you put him you put him in the horse and you sew the ho- he's got oxygen he's got crackers and everything and you sew the horse back up and uh and you get the horse to rehab and everything. Eventually, you got this horse walking around, and there's just a, a, like a guy in the horse. <laughs> what the? Wait, what? Okay, okay, what? Oh no, 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 no. So, you, right? You know what I'm saying? No, I don't. What is this? This is insane. Been, no, this is insane. That's insane, this Michael. Is, yeah, this is insane. I don't think it's that insane. To what? To, to sew a tiny man up into a horse? Yeah, you get like a little person, right? Uh, from like little people, big world. A yeah, guy, a person. Ju- that's exactly who I'm thinking of. Someone like that. You put them inside a horse, and, and they can live in there and hang out, and for like a little bit, as long as the oxygen's good. The, uh, what's the point of this? I, I the thing is, you are saying this all to me. I do not see the point of sewing a tiny little man up into a horse and letting him hang out in there for like I don't Dude, know. A what's week. the point of going to the moon? Not because we have to, but because we can. This is okay. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, Do it not because we have to, but because we can. This is exactly the Doctor Frankenstein scenario. Here's what you do, bro. It's like you know, uh, you know, like Belmont Stakes. Yeah, you get uh, you put a, a horse with no top on it, right? Like what do you call those jockeys? Yeah, yeah. You get a horse with no rider in one of the in the pen like panels or whatever in one of the lanes, <clears throat> and the gates open, and you see this horse sprinting down the straightaway. No rider. So everyone's like, oh, my God, did the guy fall off the horse? The horse wins, right? Yeah. Then there's a little guy that's in there. He's in the horse, and he cuts his way out, and they put those, that, like, rose petals on him. I... 
Patrick. What? What? This is insane. This is, I don't understand where any of this is coming from. It's because I was learning and I was thinking about possibilities. Oh, because you were learning? <laughs> That's it. You were making adjustments because you were learning. I'm making adjustments. I, I don't have this all mapped out. And I, I don't know the calculations or anything. You know what I mean? I don't know all the digits that I need to figure out. You don't have a giant blueprint? Well, I think the thing you got to do is get a Clydesdale. A Clyde? So you want to put a you could get six. You could get like horse. Well, you could get like six. No, whoa. Do you know what a Clydesdale is? Oh, okay. They're like the monster horses okay. that Budweiser uses to get you to buy a Labrador Retriever. All right. Okay. I, I I'm thinking you could get you could Trojan horse that. You could get like six Oompa Loompas inside a Clydesdale. Yeah. I, I sure sure. <clears throat> you know what? Yeah. You can do this. Do you have it? Did you ever have any inclination to be a horse rider? Or have you ever ridden a horse? I, I hate ho- horses, all right? I hate horses. Like, at its bare roots. Yeah, I hate riding on horses. I hate horses. I do not trust them. That thing is its bigger than a human. I, I should not be on it, you know? Can you imagine the level of mistrust that would come and like come to you if you just saw then a man get out of the horse? That was- it's, like a, it's like some <laughs> art project where uh, you do, like, that costume where it's two men and a horse. But you put two men in, in a, a horse. horse. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, I got a horse costume. Like, what? You <laughs> it's just, just a horse. Then a horse just walks into the party, and then <laughs> Steve cuts his way through it and just spills the horse's guts into their foyer. Everyone's like, dude, I, like they're like, oh man, Steve said he was gonna come, and he said he was gonna dress up as a horse. I didn't think he'd send an actual. I don't horse think he'd here. send a horse. Should we call him? <laughs> yeah, where <laughs> is he? They start hearing the ringing. They're like, where? It's like uh, that's that? like uh, uh, the Dark Knight. And then his phone explodes, and he pours out of the horse's, like, cavity. He's like, all right, guys, hey, what an entrance, huh? Yeah, dude, that would smell I've ridden a horse once. I've ridden a horse once, and I – it just wasn't comfortable, you know? I I had spent probably eight years riding in cars and getting used to that. Yeah. To go backwards didn't feel right to me. (laughs) Wait, as in (laughs) – as in to go backwards on the horse or just to go backwards in time? In time. And sit in, on the horse. Right, in innovation and technology. That's why I wouldn't you wouldn't get a razor cell phone, would you? No. No. God no. So why would you ride a horse? Why would you why would you get a wagon, huh? I think uh I think horse racing horse racing it seems like we got lazy with like what to race. You know what I mean? Like of of all the animals to race, like the easiest is a horse. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's why people raised them. Because they were just like, it was like, uh, I mean, a lot of the sports were developed because it was for, like, warriors to train and show off their skills. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So like that's, chariots. Yeah, exa- that's why horseback riding became a thing. Because a lot of people would battle on a horse and cavalry. Yeah. I don't think it's because they were lazy. They're like, well, we could race on feet, but you know what? Let's be even lazier so we can go quicker and hop on a couple horses. Do you know, do you remember, are you familiar with Spy Kids 3? I'm familiar with Spy Kids Where 3. they live in the internet? Yeah, they go in and, uh, what, what's Dude, his name? I was in love with the first, like, this is a side thing. Oh, the guy, right? Well, I would say Rocky Balboa. Yeah, no, Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. I almost was like, yeah, Rocky Balboa, and I'm like, oh, no, it's the guy who portrayed Rocky Balboa. <laughs> like, he was a real guy, and then it was like, it's no, it's boxer. who's the actor? Yeah, who's the actor who played him in that movie? It's like, no, Rocky, it's Sylvester Stallone. So- <laughs> um, But I was, uh, 
I was attracted to that girl. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Well, the that's, silver one. That's all up your. That's all that's up your, right up my. Yeah, yeah dude. That's that's exactly the type of girl you were attracted. Girls who live in the internet. Girls who live in the internet. Girls who live in the internet. Make you think they're real, but yeah. instead they're just pieces of ones and twos. Ones and zeros. Ones and twos. <laughs> just, uh, you had, yeah, ones, ones and twos. And twos. Um, there's a scene right in Spy Kids 3 that I think you see in a couple other movies. I know you see it in Ready Player One <clears throat> where they're racing cars. Yeah. But the cars, they're not. it's not like NASCAR where everyone's driving like a Camry or whatever. It's like... Um, like one of them's like a big wheel tricycle, and then one of them is like in a bulldozer, and then one of them is like a motorcycle and a monster truck. You know what I'm talking about? It's all different types of cars. Yeah, like wacky racing, that sort of thing. You yeah. ever watch wacky, wacky racers? That's a show. Yeah, it was on a show. what? It was like a, an old Hanna Barbera or Barbera, whatever cartoon. Is that the elephant, little girl elephant that hangs out? No, that's you know Bad Bar. <laughs> Well, then what's this thing you're doing? Oh, Babar is a French children's book series that they turned into, like, a TV series. Wacky Racers is a cartoon made by Hanna-Barbera, who are the same people that made Josie and the Pussycats and... Dude, uh, I haven't heard of any of this shit. Josie and the... And Scooby-Doo. They made Scooby-Doo. That's probably the ones that you know them the best I know from. Scooby-Doo. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that type of animation, right? That American classic animation. Yeah, like I like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you like it. You don't want any of the big eyes yeah. or the or the, the big boobs of the anime girls. Yeah, these octopuses and stuff and doing weird sex acts. You know what I'm saying? You don't want any of that. You That's wanna... not my speed. What? Uh, I like, what's it called again? Monster Truck Rally? Uh, wacky Racers. Wacky Racers. So all these, that's what we should do with horse racing. Is you get a horse that, or not a horse, not like different types of horses. Not like this horse has wheels, and then this horse we cut two of its legs off. But like in aisle three, it could be like a, t- a man riding a tiger, and then like the fifth one is an o- like a guy riding an ostrich and a horse. We should just race animals, like. But you can like choose your avatar. I think when you do that. People are going to figure out what the fastest animal is, and they're just going to ride on that. That Maybe maybe that's how – that's so simplistic, Michael. And I feel like you're missing the forest for the trees. No, do you think – this is what I think. I think originally, yeah. You know what? I think we had a rack, wacky racer scenario in the original horseback racing of the ancient Greeks, right? Yeah. They were like, oh, we just went down to Africa. We visited our friends in Egypt. We brought a bunch of – we brought an elephant up. We brought a zebra up. We brought this long-necked fucker up. Eels. Eels. We brought eels. They're just, like, rabbit in the grass, in, like, the sand, and they, like, clearly are, like, <laughs> can't breathe or, like, take care of themselves. And they're, you know what? We're going to try. And they, that was the original Wacky Racing was them doing this bread and circuses type of thing where they're all hopped. They're all on animals, trying different animals racing. I think they have all eventually realized, all right, the animal that isn't going to try to eat you and the animal that's going to run the fastest is the horse. I think what happens, Michael, I think how this thing would probably play out if we instituted this today. I think everyone would go in there having read, uh, what are the zoo books that you used to pay 12 bucks a month for? Zoo books. Is it called zoo books? <laughs> yeah. Man, they <laughs> really nailed the advertising. It's right there on the tip yeah. of my tongue. Um, uh, is you get a, you'd have 12 people, 12 racers all on cheetahs. Because everyone knows that like from age two, the first fact you learn is like cheetahs is the fastest animal, period. Done. Yeah. It's over. So you'd have 12 guys on 12 cheetahs. That's race one. That's, you know, 2022. That's the, 
you know, prelim. And then you're you have, in Tokyo at the Olympic Games. You have 12 dead racers and 12 cheetahs that they turn to glue. You know what I mean? That's how it starts. Wait, 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 wait. So you think that the cheetahs are going to eat the racers somewhere along yes, the line? right away. And then they're going to take the cheetahs to the knackers where they're going to turn them into glue. Uh, Yeah, why wouldn't you turn them to glue? Can you even turn cheetahs into glue? I thought that was just the only way that it, we made glue was just from what we raced. Like there was dog glue and horse glue <laughs> and turtle this- glue. There's turtle gorilla glue. Someone must be racing gorillas. <laughs> Someone's on the back of a bunch of silverback gorillas running around a track and if they don't win they take the gorillas to the knackers and turn them into really strong glue what's a knackers the knackers yeah that's what you call the glue factory oh that's the name of it yeah i learned that because an animal farm uh the pigs sent the workhorse off to the knackers after they didn't uh after he wasn't like down with the whole communism thing I like the idea of someone who doesn't know anything about anything and thinking that they read Animal Farm in fifth grade when they read Charlotte's Web and, like, trying to talk to people about it. <laughs> like, someone who's just like, yeah, I read that the Animal Farm book, too. It's like, talking pig and he wins a ribbon and shit. And the spider's his friend. The, spider, the spider's trying to get it to, to not be killed, right? And the farmer's the bad guy. And like, oh, yeah, the farmer is the bad guy in Animal Farm, but... I don't think you know what you're talking about. No, I do. There's a spider there, right? Tell me about Animal Farm. <clears throat> like, what what happens? To f- like, what's the plot? What's the plot? It was a bunch of pigs do a revolution on a farm and make everything communist. But it's like like Leninist, com- like a Leninist, uh, Stalinist, so communist. So the cool version. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, things start to go to shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's all an allegory for uh, Joseph Stalin. And it's anti-communism. It's anti-Stalinist because uh, the guy who wrote it, you George may know Orwell. His name. Yeah, I know. George Orwell. Don't patronize me. You may know him. He wrote. That he wrote year. Good Night Moon. He wrote Good Night Moon. Another allegory this time for fascism. Is it really? No, it's not. <laughs> good Night Moon. Good Night Stars. I could see that good written. Good Night in... Ethnic Minorities in the Bars. What's that? That's Good Night Moon. That's the. The allegory for fascist rule. <laughs> oh my god, right over my head, dude. I don't know that much about fascism. You don't. It's just yeah. It's a, it's a type of place. Where I mean, I know, like, I get it. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna explain fascism well, right now. The, I just, you know, what's so funny? It's like I get why people, dumb people, or like people who don't know. Like, I'm I'm dumb enough as is, right? About certain things, I have my I have my talents. I have my I have my things that I don't know a thing about. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but, uh, you see these people yelling like, oh, whatever, this is fascism. This is fascism. This is communism. Or like those videos of people at like a same rally saying like mask mandates are fascist. Mask mandates are communists. It's like, well, which one is it? Or like, you know what I mean? It's like, there, it's just become these big boogie man, boogeyman words that are just trying to encompass, <clears throat> I don't know, having too many rules. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it is. But I, genuinely, I think people look at communism and see it as a restrictive entity, and they look at fascism and see it as a restrictive entity, and then they are like, "Well, anything that's," and then they make the point not that anything that is a restrictive entity feeds into what communism and fascism is. Don't you think? In a way, yeah. I think that's how because I get it. 
If I didn't know, I'd be like, well, I don't even know what fa- I barely know what fascism is. People people know these types of governments from their examples, not necessarily from their ideology. That right? yeah, Michael, <clears throat> that's the smartest thing you've ever said. <laughs> that's it. Well, you I set a be- high bar, man. One time you said that I was a cool looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, well, I mean, this this is a lot of my. I gotta you, use dude, my, you studied that. Yeah, I got to use my political science I'm, I'm degree. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry we couldn't sit here and talk about thermodynamics. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not a fun conversation. No, so this is what's funny, right? Communism is basically over, right? There's no big communist nation left. People say China is, but really, China's not. They're like super big. They're really capitalist. If you're you, in the if you're in the top like two percent. Yeah, you haven't seen my militia though. <laughs> Yeah, I run a communist militia, <laughs> and uh, it's an upstart, but I think we're building up it's, to something pretty cool. It's a lot of guys cool. with dreadlocks, yeah. and they don't really know how to shoot a gun. Yeah. Bunch of muskets. Yeah, have you, you, Michael's been. You're my VP. I am VP <laughs> in communism. The VP in communism. Well, I don't even know. I'm the VP of agriculture in communism. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Because cool, cool. when it comes to communism, you don't really have like the. Like the VP, it just feels like everything's like the VP of agriculture, the VP of industry, yeah. the VP of submarine It's like a business. <laughs> yeah. People are in charge. The people are in charge. That's right. The proletariat's in charge. I like to imagine I'm in charge. <laughs> of, sometimes I just got to look myself in the mirror, and that's what I tell myself. I'm in charge today. You are an anti-Calvinist. You know what Calvinism is? Yeah, they give it the tiger. <laughs> yeah, you know that. I, I've read them. The no, it's the uh, it's the pre Spaceman Spiff. Spaceman Spiff. Yeah, that almost... that's Calvin and Hot. That's Calvin's alter ego, where he goes to space. Okay, that you I... didn't know that. No, oh, but... I actually like read Calvin and Hot. But but that almost sounds like a like a like sex s- act. Spaceman. It almost sounds like a sex act or like a I'm gonna a space... slur. For, for uh, uh, Purdue enger- engineering undergrads, or or like because Neil Armstrong went to Purdue, <clears throat> or like Russians in like the fifties, they're like, oh, like, I like that good old spaceman Spiff getting up to space right there. Yeah. Hey, how about you? How about you come back to my place? Well, spaceman Spiff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's spaceman Spiff? <laughs> yeah. Um, I I would have loved. Would you ever like be in a cartoon? <laughs> What do you mean? Like, like if I had the if you had a, one of those that remote from Fairly Odd Parents where you could put yourself in a TV show, which cartoon would you join? Which cartoon would I join? Yeah, and dude, you watch more cartoons than anyone I know. I watch a lot of cartoons. Yeah. Well, there's I I, I think regular show is a pretty cool cartoon to be a part of. Not really any danger. There's like people, but there's also like a man who's a gumball machine. Uh. It was made by a guy on acid. Let's make that clear. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you told me Yeah, that. regular show was made by a guy who was on acid. Like, the main character is a blue jay and a, and a raccoon. Raccoon, a raccoon, yeah. And their boss is a gumball machine, and occasionally he have people come by that are... Their boss... Whoa, their boss is a gumball machine? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. He's a gumball machine, but he has arms and legs. So, I well, that would be cool, because they're just hanging out, right? Yeah. They work in this park, and they're just chilling. That sounds like a fun time. It sounds like a good time. Uh, I mean, so you live there? Yeah, yeah. What what, what cartoon would you live Scooby-Doo in? Scooby Doo for sure. Scooby Doo, dude. Scooby Doo is like my, it's my everything. <laughs> it's my religion. It, uh, would I be the dog? No, I wouldn't be the dog. I'd be human. 
I'd be probably like Shaggy. But I'm not Shaggy. I'm not like a Shaggy guy. Yes, you are. Oh, <laughs> yes, you are. I'm like, if I was to be a member of that squad, I would be Shaggy. You would be. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Yeah. And you want to know why? Why? It's because you're a coward. You think I'm a coward? It's because if you saw a ghost, you would run right out there. No, dude, I've seen a ghost. Jump. I've seen a ghost okay. in Gettysburg. <laughs> what is it, Confederate or Union? I couldn't tell, and he wouldn't answer, so I guess Confederate. <laughs> if it's not answering, it's if probably it, pissed off about losing the war. If they won't tell you, they didn't win. <laughs> like the ostrich in Isle 4. That thing wouldn't win against a bunch of tigers. Yeah. <laughs> The if it was like five tigers and one ostrich. Well, the ostrich would die first, for sure. And then they'd eat the 12 five-foot-four Italian men that rode on their backs. And then <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I think ostriches are faster than tigers. That's an interesting question. It's not a question. It's a statement. <laughs> the question was, were ostriches faster than tigers? And I answered, yes, they are faster than tigers. Yeah, I think they probably are. You're right. And but not, not with a person on their back. I think a tiger's faster with a person on its back. And not only that, ostriches have decoys. They can be dropping big eggs. That's like an oil slick. Dude, that that would be a fun video game. <laughs> like, instead of you're dropping the red shell behind you in Mario Kart, you can, like, put an egg out of your body. That's it. We should make racing a lot more like Mario Kart. I agree. Well, think about this. We made video games, right? Yeah. And then we made games that make us feel like we're in a video game like guitar hero <laughs> wait 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 that's it we made video games and the next step was games that made us feel like we were in video games we made video games at that point we knew but that didn't make us feel like we were playing video games the last step of the cycle is to make us feel like uh, our reality is a video game right like just to make us happy so we start we start when people so walk you outfit the these track yeah, we, we give them some power-ups we give them some right some turtles some uh yes some banana peels yeah you take like uh you take a kangaroo and you strap uh a cannonball around its neck and you shoot the cannonball out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they like trying to do the mario power-ups for that you know what i'm talking about what yeah. is that the bullet you just fire a bullet through the kangaroo's neck um yeah, there's turtles dragging behind this tiger on ropes and shit. <laughs> you strike one, you strike them with electricity. That you know what I mean. You probably couldn't do that. No. <laughs> well, how would you do it? Would you like have given two like live wires hooked up to a car battery, and as you're passing by, you give them a little shock? Dude, we have the we have the technology to send a howitzer missile to the moon. If we transferred those funds to developing. What would be the equivalent of like Zeus, Z Zeus the man, <laughs> Zeus the god? I don't know who Zeus the man is. Yeah, you could allocate those funds, all those fine, like the taxes and everything, and you, you know, you can end up just paying uh, the government to hook up rockets to ostriches. <laughs> <laughs> think about that. The, think of the technology we would have if, if instead of getting ready for our next war. We use that to try and figure out how to make, uh, like, video games come to life. Pretty soon, we'd be riding spaceships playing Galaga in the Milky Way. And then you'd have zombies walking around everywhere. I'd have a hot, round wife. 
<laughs> with a red bow in her hair. Miss Pac-Man. I, yeah, but she doesn't have any legs, so she... She has legs. Does Miss Pac-Man have legs? She, they're so small. You can't... You know, they're they're <laughs> tiny, but she has legs, and she's moving around. Well, the, think about it. It's not like her mouth goes around her body like... Wah, 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 wah. Like, you, you know what I mean? She stays level with her mouth always forward. So she's not rolling. Unless it's like a BB-8. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking someone might have just pushed her, and it's a really slick floor. And then she can just make moves along I, the slick floor, like she's speed skating. I like that weird science spinoff where you try, where it's like starts with this kid at the arcade, and uh, he wants to reanimate Miss Pac-Man so he can make it his girlfriend. <laughs> what? Like he's what? attracted to Mrs. Pac-Man or something. And he wants it? to like, re- you know what I'm saying? Like weird science, they take like a computer program and make it a lady. Yeah. This guy just wants to hook up with Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> He wants to create an abomination just because he's horny. Well, and what you do, that's a good movie. You do it like Jumanji where it's like, oh, the board game. Oh, but then Donkey Kong. Oh, shit, dude. Did Adam Sandler make this shit? Yeah, it's called Pixels. Pixels? Oh, my <laughs> God. Does he hook up with Mrs. Pac-Man? That's, I don't know. I've never seen it. But now I've got to think that maybe he does hook it's up like with Mrs. Pac-Man. It's like a 15-minute sex scene in the middle of this children's movie where it's just Adam Sandler. All right, it's an Adam Sandler movie. I wouldn't really say it's a children's movie. It has Adam Sandler and Kevin James. It's grown up a children's movie. Grown Ups is not a children's movie. Much like Fifty First States is not a children's movie. Much like Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween's a children's movie. Hubie Halloween is not a children's movie. Yes, it is, no, dude. No, it's not. Are you serious? There's yeah. not one crass thing in there. There is people being murdered. There's blood. Not the hard murder. It's not hard murder. It's like murder that makes you think, are people really being murdered? Like a Disney Channel Halloween special of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. You know what I mean? Mr. Mosby, the drunk, isn't just, he's not actually dying, but he disappears, so he makes you think he's dead. <laughs> Mr. Mosby, the drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Mosby was angry the entire show just because he was drunk. I'm pretty sure the real Mr. Mosby hit and ran someone and killed him with his wait, car drinking. Wait, you're... <laughs> Wait, you think that there was a real Mr. Mosby <laughs> that the show yeah, just was like based the Ro- on? Yeah, like the like Rocky. And it's it's two it's two kids who, when they grow up, in order to process their trauma, trauma yeah. they made a TV show about their childhood. And when they presented it to Disney Channel, they're like, "This is way too serious. You gotta make this. Uh, you gotta make this a comedy." I'd be willing to wager that every Disney Channel original TV show and movie is someone's way of coping with some kind of trauma. <laughs> That's what it means. Mr. Mosby's an alcoholic. Their mom, instead of a singer, is actually a prostitute, and that's why she lives in this hotel, so that they can bring men back every night. And instead of the Tipton, it's like a Motel 6 off of Interstate I-80. Esteban, the worker there, is, a, is an illegal, is, a, is an und- sorry, not illegal, undocumented immigrant. Good catch, Michael. Yeah, there we go. Hey, it's an undocumented immigrant, and he's trying to hide from the police. And then, uh, what is it, London Tipton, who people say is paced off of Paris Hilton, was actually Paris Hilton when she'd come into the Motel 6. And then that, that naggy that naggy girl yeah. with the blonde, she's actually just like a bat that they can't get out of room three. <laughs> That's what they faced her on. Yeah. But it was their only friend because it was two boys growing up in this awful environment. So all they could do was talk to this bat. And the sexual tension between that bat and those two boys. Like, which one is she going to fuck when they turn of age? <laughs> and that's how vampires are born. <laughs> Thank you.
guys want to hear an actual scary story? Because I know one. Something real fucked up. And it happened here at this very campground. So there was a farmer, and he ran a farm, right? And it had all these animals, you know, real domesticated stuff. But one of these animals, he, he didn't live by the same set of rules. The rules set by God. There was something wrong and twisted with this pig and started hearing stuff and speaking in tongues that only spiders and other twisted creatures could understand. The farmer knows. He knows something's wrong. Something's off about the pig. The farmer wants to eat the pig to be done with this dark ordeal. So he grabs his hatchet. But what he finds is even more fucked up than anything he could ever imagine. As he walks, he looks up at the sty. And what he sees breaks his mind, shatters into a million pieces. There, in the corner of the barn, was the pig standing under the spider web. That perfectly and tormentingly described what I was seeing. Written in the web, not in Latin, but in our very own tongue, were two very simple yet sinister words. Some pig. This week, we are surviving Friday the 13th. Is that Jason Voorhees music? That is. That's that's the Are Jason sure? Voorhees thing. Yeah. Dude, I'm like 90% sure that's Fr Freddy Krueger. No, that's not Freddy Krueger because Freddy Krueger's one, two, Freddy's coming for you. He's that oh, little nursery playful, rhyme. Oh, it's the playful like nursery rhyme Yeah, thing. and then uh, then Michael Myers is do, 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 do. Not, not Clocks by Coldplay. <laughs> Dude, that is funny. It does sound like Clocks by Coldplay. It's, it's, like a, it's like a more depressed version of Clocks by Coldplay. Dude, that is too funny. Cold, I would love that. It's like, uh, it's directed by Rob Zombie and then it's, uh, it's Halloween, but then like music by Coldplay. It's all originals. <laughs> that would be, oh my God. That would be something that they would put in like a new like a Dude. new horror movie in order, like, like that all of a sudden like in the middle of it it's like confusion never stops and you're like is this clocks by Coldplay <laughs> which is nothing yeah. like a like a spooky version of a popular song to take you out of the moment. It's like uh, instead of like Eddie Van Halen doing some crazy riff over a series of like axe murders, it's just. Uh, Bum, 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 ba, da, 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 da. I used to rule the world. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, and I, I just, uh, I, have you ever seen these movies? Uh, no, I have not seen them. Really? Yeah, I've never seen them either. I've I've read, I've read the synopsis of them on Wikipedia three years ago. Okay, so. so what we're dealing with with Friday the 13th is like uh, it's first of all classic 80s you know what yeah. I mean like these horror movies I feel like the 80s just had was I mean the thing was in the 80s that's when Friday the 13th there was just so much like new horror going on alright don't but it's it's different because John Carpenter was a f whole different thing than okay. anything else just because he was doing weird stuff yeah I respect the hell out of the thing dude we watched the thing in, on this podcast and I was like I can't get enough of this. This is like holds up. It's insane. Like a great like topic and idea. It's phenomenal. Yeah, and like great themes. I recently watched In the Mouth of Madness by John Carpenter, which is an awesome like Lovecraftian. Like he's going insane the entire yeah. time. It's it's creepy. It's weird. It's like making you think about your reality. I watched that the other day. That rocked. Yeah, you were telling me about that. But when I think of '80s horror movies, I think of horny teens 
lots of blood, deranged killer, right? In 100%. the middle of the woods. Uh, you know, I always thought it was funny. It's like these kids, who the hell goes back to camp and no one's there? <laughs> What's the point of that? Well, it's a, okay, okay. The original Friday the 13th, this is from what I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, camp was in session. It was a, what I, what I get is that it was a camp for uh, mentally ill children, right? Really? Yeah, it was a camp. So it's just, it's, I, I know that the antagonist is Jason's mom, right? Yeah. It, and it's her going around killing mentally ill children? No, 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 it's not that. Okay, no, it's not her going around. Being... I'm like, I guess it really was the 80s. Jesus Christ, that would be something that they would do in the 80s. That is terrible. That's, and you know what, if you put that in, on the 80s, I'm not saying this is awful, I'm not saying, but if you put that on the 80s, they would be like, you know what, good. <laughs> A bunch of parents would be like, good for killing them? Yeah, you want to, well, they had Dude, a Dude, that's like the 40s and 50s. No, the 80s, people started caring about what people, people, just people. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Dude, they did Live Aid. Yeah. Yeah, well, that And was... they cared about Tibet. The <laughs> 80s was when it started. <laughs> Live Aid in Tibet. Okay, yeah, I, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. But no, it was, it's because uh, her son, she worked at the camp, she was the camp cook, and her son, Jason, was one of the he was special needs. yeah he was one of the he was one of the mentally ill kids and two two counselors instead of like lifeguarding for Jason you know they were feeling a little horny they were feeling a little something down in the loins something down below they fucked yeah and because they weren't watching him Jason drowned so she hates horny teens yeah is that the only movie where it's like there's a reason to hate these horny teens no I think that <laughs> I think you that's know what I mean because it's like I guess Freddy Krueger and like is killing horny teens, but it's not like he's like I hate these horny kids. No, no, Freddy Krueger was a pedophile. Oh yeah, he liked the horny kids. Yeah, he was a pedophile that was killed by their parents, and that's yeah. why he's coming back to kill the teens. Okay, let's make that clear. That's not like that's a revenge story. This this one's also a revenge story, but it's because a couple of counselors should have been watching her child when they weren't, and he drowned. You know, and then I I've, so I would never be. I've never been scared of someone's mom. <laughs> I've been scared of people's dads. I've been scared of my friends' dads. There's a couple of my dad's friends I'm scared of, but uh, never their moms. That's funny because in in my experience with my friends, they've always they've never been scared of my dad. They've always been scared of my mom. My mom was the one who they were scared of. Really? Yeah. No one's scared of my parents. And it's you know it's because my mom was coming in and doing knife tricks around them. What? And, she was she was doing uh she would uh juggle bowling pins that are on fire. It's yeah. like you're just trying to hang out with your friends after prom and she'd come in and do like a full show of her juggling like Exactly and then she'd put her, and then she'd put her hand down on the table and do the thing where you put the can, knife in between all the fingers really quickly. I can like, do that. I can do that. Good can for I you. Can I do it? Should we do it? No. Go get a knife. Go get a no, knife. No, I'm not I'll gonna right here. I'm not gonna have you cut off a finger in I won't cut off a finger. I'm actually very good at it. I used to practice. <laughs> I used to practice, and you hold up and like <laughs> used to, yeah, I used to break your fingers yeah. up like half. I hold them. I hold my fingers up, and there's like nubs and like erratic like infections all over my hand. Um, yeah, dude. But then what happens, right? <clears throat> is Jason? Jason is who I'm scared of. Because he looks like some of my friends' dads. <laughs> Your dads are huge hockey fans. Yeah, my friend. Yeah, they love the wild. Um, but no, I'm kidding. But like uh, Jason, he's a real killer. That's what a killer should be, right? A, a zombie. A zombie, right? <laughs> With a hatchet. 
Is that a hatchet? Machete. Machete. What's the difference? Oh, a hatchet's like a little axe. Yeah, hatchets you're using to chop wood, and machete you're using to chop vines and foliage. Yeah, and so camp, camp, you're sitting there, you're getting your merit badges, right? <laughs> this, wait, wait, this is put at a Boy Scout camp. Dude, it should. Why haven't they made a Boy Scout horror film? Probably because it would do. Probably because it get sued by the Boy Scouts for scaring kids away from going to camp. That could be it. Or I think a big part of it is that you need in these slasher films, you need to kind of give them a reason why they're gonna die. Yeah, and but, also if you think about it, a Boy Scout camp horror movie is just no different than the plot of Spotlight. <laughs> it's. Just... <laughs> It's uh, it's no different than the plot of the Catholic Church altogether. Well, that's not the same. There's no there was, in the Catholic like Michael. Uh, there was no. I almost said escapades, but what's where we killed all those people in the Middle East? <laughs> not we. Why would I say me? Um, but the what are they called? About the Crusades. The Crusades. <laughs> there are like eight of them. The Boy Scout Crusades. Yeah, there were no Crusades. In order to retake the Holy Land of. <laughs> Of Philmont. Of like, yeah, Philmont Camp in New Mexico. From the aliens. Oh my god! That's a movie, Michael. That should be made. Boy Scouts fighting aliens in New Mexico for territory. Well, okay, here's the thing. So, okay, I think that people have tried to make horror movies out of Boy Scouts. The issue is it, is it always turns into Home Alone because the Boy dude, Scouts are always thrifty. That, dude... You know what, Michael? That is very intelligent of you to say. And I, that's a high bar because once you told me I was rad. <laughs> um, but no, but uh, also Goonies. The little kid in Goonies. He's a, like Goonie. The 80s loved ga- uh, traps. Yeah, they love traps. They love gadgets. You don't see gadgets like that. The last great bastion of gadget technology in movies was uh, Inspector Gadget. Yeah, and now and now it's all like the military is making all the cool gadgets now. I right? would love an Inspector Gadget to just Matthew Roderick, also very notable drunk and hit and run guy. <laughs> he did. He, <laughs> he killed a man in Ireland. Um, but uh, the last, or I would love Inspector Gadget to come to camp and like take on like a big like it's you know when uh, Voldemort faces Dumbledore yeah that's what it is but it's, it's Jason Voorhees fighting Inspe- Matthew Broderick's Inspector Gadget. Gadget and he flies in and like bottle of gin falls out of his hand Inspector <laughs> Gadget he's versus got, Jason Voorhees he's got that propeller hat you know what I'm saying yeah and Jason's like and waving his machete up and he goes, go, go, gadget hat. And he starts flying. Yeah. <laughs> that would just take anyone out of the horror the entire time. This has been done before, right? The idea that uh, the go, go, gadget hat is so powerful it just rips his head off. I, I don't th- Has know. that been done? I, I don't know. I've never seen anything like that. I've never heard of anything like that either. That's funny. Maybe like an absurdist like yeah, something absurd. YouTube cartoon that some... Like, Matthew, like, go-go gadget hat, and his, or the skis. <laughs> There's a lot of, dude, okay, so when I used to work in the factory, there was certain precautions you had to take so that you're, you didn't, like, rip your fingers off. And can you, this guy, Matthew Broderick, as Inspector Gadget, is just wearing a, just clothes full of machinery. <laughs> you, dude, honestly, you would for sure, like, rip your arms off. Who's calibrating this technology too? It's like, do you know? You know, Inspector Gadget is like a, like a android, right? What? 
He's not like a man who's wearing a special suit. That's... I thought he was the cheapest version of Iron Man. No! He's <laughs> not an Iron Man where instead of giving him a full suit, like an Iron Man suit, they gave him a top hat and, uh, and a trench coat. No, that isn't like... No, he's like a man who was injured, and so they put a bunch of, like, ge- like devices and gizmos inside of him. If you were the... So you know the classic uh, horror tropes. Um, if you were a guy who... Who was in one of those? You know what I mean. It's like the cheerleader or whatever. What? Which one would you be? It's like cheerleader. There's class president or whatever. Oh God, it's it's tough to say because what? I, I guess the goof. I'd be the goof. You're the goof. But I'm not. I'm not as much of a. I'm not a stoner. Like you'd, no, you'd be the class president. I'd be the class president. Yeah, you'd be the class president. I would be the football player. No, you'd be the stoner. No, bro. No, 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 no. You'd be the stoner, and you'd always be cracking jokes everywhere. Well, I would be doing that, but I'd just also be athletic. You got no, you wouldn't. I have seen you run. What makes you say that to me? I have seen you run. Fuck that, dude. What do you mean you've seen me run? I have seen where try to exercise. Where you got you got rhabdo for bailing out water. Fuck you, bro. Fuck. You, I've I've been doing other. Sh- fuck you. You would not be I would the be quarterback. The football player. Yeah. The you quarterback. would not. Yeah, I would. No, you wouldn't. You just want to feel cool. You want to feel like the big guy on campus. I don't need to campus. feel cool, bro. Because I I'm looking at myself right now. You're dating the cheerleader. I'm not. I've dumped her. You dumped her because you're too hotter. cool, yeah, huh? For a college chick. That's right. She's, no, well, she's she's actually on Wall Street. She works at Lehman Brothers. And that's an issue because she's overage. No, I'm I'm a high school senior at 22 years old. <laughs> that's who I am, bro. I'm dating some some hot Wall Street chick, and uh, I'm 22 and I'm a senior in high school, and I'm play football. Did you get a head injury? And that's. <laughs> You've gotten too many concussions, <laughs> no, and that's why you're still playing high school football at 22. No, nah, man, I, be- I became a, a – I was a Tibetan monk for two years. I did, I did a gap year between my sophomore and junior year of high school. And, and that was in the 80s when everyone was supporting Tibet. And I, everyone, the, yeah, dude, they pretty much paid for me to go there. To what be a you, Tibetan monk. Yeah, what do you think the Beastie Boys were singing about at their, all their fundraisers? They were singing about me going to Tibet. <laughs> That's what brass monkey they were talking about brass you. Brass monkey, yeah. That's what they, that's what they called you up at the monastery, the brass monkey. Mm. Do you think you could kill Jason? No, no one can kill Jason. That's the well, big that's thing. bullshit. He's scared of fire. Yeah, he's scared of fire or water. He's a water. He's but, scared of water because he was drowned. But in a, what he, he keeps like the way you defeat Jason is you drown him. But he always comes back. He's like Michael Myers. Dude. He always comes back. The U.S. government can send a howitzer to the moon. You're telling me we can't figure out the technology if we take our military budget. It's just like every every solution in the world is just if we take our military <laughs> budget, budget and we figure out how to contain and murder Jason Voorhees, we, we could do that if we could allocate those funds. Well, there there is there's one with, with Jason in space, right, where he becomes basically a, a mechanized android. Yeah, that's true. He becomes an Inspector Gadget. And then he becomes an Inspector Gadget. <laughs> Dude, and now, bec- <laughs> now the only man who can defeat him has become him. What do you do then? It's like Voorhees is, or Jason's like, uh, go, 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 go hatchet. And like out of his arms swilling two hatchets. He fuses <laughs> with it. So Jason Voorhees kills Inspector Gadget. And then some sort of Project Paperclip Nazi scientist we got and sent to the moon to develop lasers. 
he takes Jason's arms in, in his head and his hat. And it's Jason now wearing like a, a Newsies trench coat, an old hat <laughs> with like a and uh, and he has go-go gadgets like technology. That's a movie. That's the movie. Okay, <laughs> now we have to deal. Well, because I mean, Inspector Gadget was the only one who could defeat Jason, and now he's become him. How are we gonna? How the hell are we gonna defeat him? We can't bring Claw in. Which is kind of a funny. Okay, I want to talk about <laughs> Inspector Gadget. Claw. Inspector Gadget's like main villain was a guy named Claw. Dude, when's the last time you saw this movie? Uh, I didn't even. I thought it was a guy in a coat with technology in it. I forgot he was even a robot man. He's. You know a lot about Inspector Gadget. Hey, hey, I'm like I'm like an elephant. I never forget, huh? Dude, my uh, there's there's something my always my family always jokes about. And um, do you remember those McDonald's Inspector Gadget toys? Yeah, dude, it was like the like when McDonald's toys were dope, and it was the type of toys where it's like it really like emphasizes emphasizes that you eat at like twelve different McDonald's so that you could get each because each part of the toy adds up to build an Inspector Gadget. It's <laughs> so like I really got to eat like fifteen like Happy Meals to get the hat for Inspector Gadget, and my grandma saw that we liked these toys so much, she took us around to like. Every Des Moines, uh, Iowa McDonald's to try and get each piece of the Inspector Gadget for us. God, that is such some, such something a grandma. Dude, that is know. some grandma shit. That is sure. some grandma shit. God, dude, if I had told you you had to spend eight hours or eight eight hours of your adult life hunting down Inspector Gadget pieces, what would you say? There's no way. I'd yeah. be like, no, no. No, so something it, must happen to you when you become a grandparent where you're like, I might as well spend my time doing no, this No, there's shit. something that happens when you become a grandma that gets – because the grandpa is not going to do that. My grandpa is too, too busy watching the Bears or the White Sox. Yeah. My, uh, my, my dad, there's no way he would drive us around to all these McDonald's. My grandpa was pretty convinced that there was uh, oil in our backyard, so he'd have like HOA come twice a week to stop him from digging holes in his backyard. <laughs> A miniature? Did he buy like a miniature oil rig? He did, yeah. But he could never get that up in time for, you know, what I mean, the, they call the cops and they they chase him down. And shit. <laughs> the way you make it sound was like the cops are barging in and they're like, "Hey, is somebody digging for oil back here?" That's what it was. Because the HOA is a menacing bitch in Waterloo, Iowa. <laughs> I bet. I bet the HOA really has an iron grip on the town. Who started the HOA? Racist? I, I, I have no idea. I, I think the H. Well, I, I don't think there's a, a huge HOA. I don't think there's like an Illuminati HOA that controls all the other HOAs across the country. Yeah, but what type of American dream bullshit did it take to make you think we need to have all these yards have the same color fence and all the grass needs to be cut like this? Oh, 1950s exceptional. That, that's what it is, bro. Some picturesque ideality. Where you have a man coming back from his factory job in a suit and tie holding up a beer and be like, thanks, honey. You know who doesn't give a fuck about cutting the lawn? Who? Jason. Jason, Jason doesn't He doesn't, doesn't even care. know how to turn on a mower. Dude, well, that's, that's what you got to do. You got to give Jason a job. You got to make him busy so he doesn't feel like he's out to kill anyone that's, else. Yeah, that's what you got to do. You got to give him little tasks. Like, you know, you ever hear like Montessori schools? Yeah, dude, what is a Montessori school? So I had to be sent to a Montessori school when I was young because I was just too much for the regular preschool to handle. You sound like a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I apparently, according to my mom, I hated, I hated the... Uh, institution i hated the institution i hated the teacher i apparently kept shit in my pants 
to get back to who was teaching Michael. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> you would do it out of spite? And yeah, revenge? apparently. I don't remember this. I was like three. Dude, but... you got problem going to my mom so they sent me to this montessori school no no what is a montessori so is it a fancy word for granola no it's an italian guy who came up with a certain way of teaching kids oh jeez, that's how you get theater majors <laughs> it kind of is yeah because it's like kind of touchy-feely like how do you feel but it's all about giving you work it's all about you doing your work and you're happy doing your work right how do kids turn out in that thing do you know any of today where are they do I know I only myself? Really, you don't remember any of your classmates? No. Oh, was it in Evanston? Yeah, it was in Evanston. Dude, you are so prone to shit in your pants up there. <laughs> that was it. I should never go back up there. No. Otherwise, there's something in the water up there. It's, it's, it's a in, literal shit storm up there. Let's investigate those people. There is something going on. They put, they're putting laxatives up there. You are think? they really? Yeah. Government bureaucracy. That's it. It's the Illuminati putting laxatives. They need their own Spider Man. Evanston, Illinois. They need their old Spider-Man. They need their own sp- like someone to stop the evil that is the mayor's office in Evanston, Illinois. That is the mayor and the older men and women up in Evanston, Illinois. How much corruption do you think happens at the city level at those size towns? Oh, in Evanston, probably small. You think small? Yeah, there's not because you don't you don't you don't join a small town like a small like suburb like mayoral office for power. I no, I'm talking like to embezzle money. Oh, little. Probably some. Bullshit, dude. Why wouldn't you? There's not enough power. There's not enough, like, you, there's so much better ways to embezzle money than being the mayor of a small town. Okay, name them. Let's do it. Uh, being the mayor of a big city. <laughs> Disagree. Disagree. They, they are shining a light on you. How no. many times do you think they have written about the mayor of Decorah, Iowa? I don't even know who it is. I've known Lori Lightfoot since the day I moved to Chicago. Everyone talks about the mayor in Chicago all the time. And she keeps doing shady shit, huh? Yeah, people don't like her at all. Dude, a cop got shot by the Best Buy. You know the Best Buy I'm talking about? Yeah. Crazy. I buy that Best Buy all the time. Makes you think. It really makes you think. If Honestly, if I had joined the academy and become a cop and I was on service that day in that guy's cop car patrolling that Alta for the crazy guy who wasn't wearing a mask could have been me yeah yeah you want to know what the the the, the woman whose head was ripped off on a roller coaster because what? her hair got caught in the thing that could have been you too if you had long hair and riding the roller coaster it's a crazy world with those happenstance we live in. <laughs> yeah you want to oh, know the guy what? was fine the cop was fine right he got shot in the cheek and you're like that could either be really chill you know what i mean because people pierce their cheeks if yeah. you have your mouth open like you're screaming or like breathing in deeply and it doesn't touch your teeth. That's honestly maybe best case scenario. If you have your mouth shut and it shatters six of your teeth on its way in and out, that is a nightmare. That would suck. But it sounds like you went home that night. So it must've been, you know, patch job, quick patch job. (laughs) It's like when my dad was younger and he played hockey, my grandpa was a doctor and my like people on the rink would like get like huge like scars and cuts and stuff and my grandpa would just like have him come over to him on the on like the boards and he'd like give him stitches and send him back out your grandpa was a doctor yeah i always wonder what that type of schooling was like he was a doctor starting when in the 60s Uh, probably 50s 60s so he was in college in like late 40s early 50s right yeah what was that that being a doctor like Dude, that they were still using insane. jigsaws 
They're still using circular saws. Well, his his whole thing, the way it made it sound was he was like this local Italian community doctor. Yeah. And he would just like do stuff for free for people because he was very much big about like that Italian community. In Chicago? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. You know who couldn't be a doctor? (laughs) Who? Tell me. Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees would be a terrible doctor. He has no... uh, What's a uh, what's a ballerina dancer have? Tutus? No, like as a skill set. <laughs> like uh, the grace, grace, agility. Yeah. It's grace. He Jason Voorhees has no grace of of the knife. No, he's stomping around. Yeah, he's he's a heavy stomping guy, and he, I mean, bless his heart, man. He was drowned to death by kids screwing in the. Oh, right. <laughs> these kids weren't like like we got to screw. Get in there, kid, and like. <laughs> Dunk him down and kill him so they can screw quicker. That's funny. <laughs> hey, come on, kid. We'll kill you. We got to screw. Hey, kid, we're horny. Either you <laughs> either you get out of the water or I'll drown you. That's why you get my rocks off. And he's, he's like, I don't want to get out of the water. He's like, all right. It looks like I'm drowning you, kid. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever drowned? Have I ever drowned? Yeah. No, I've never drowned. You say that like I said, have you ever been shot in the head? Yeah, it's it's kind of the same thing. No, no I've never drowned. Drowning is not dying. I've drowned. Uh, I drowned. I... Drowning is not dying. You can drown and live. You can be what drowning, you but you weren't drowned. No, you drowned to death. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I guess you're right. So okay. Oh my God, defeating Jason. I got the thing. What? This is remember. Okay. Oh, here's what you right, do. Right? You make his propeller hat into a submarine propeller. And you make him you make him dive straight to the bottom of the lake. Well, that's what I'm thinking. That could that's definitely that could be a part of the plan. Oh, okay. Well, wasn't, we'll do, wasn't the original thought I had. But you do you do what you think. That could easily be incorporated in. Well, let's figure right? it out. Jason's wearing a mask, right? Yes. And I've watched a lot of Hanna Barbara c- cartoons. It'd be funny if you thought that was his real face. Like it's not a mask. It's like, where's his mouth? Dude, why don't you have a nose? But I'm thinking, right, he's got a mask. He's he's in an abandoned summer camp, right? Yeah. He's chasing people around. Why, this is no different than the Scooby-Doo-Bert cartoons. Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo, right there, right? Yeah, yeah. It's Well, you really hit the nose on the head that Scooby-Doo takes themes from classic horror movies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I th- I'm thinking, we come in, you're Shaggy. Yeah. I'm, I don't know, Fred, because I'm buff and cool. Uh... You're buff and cool. Yeah. No, you're not. You're um. You're Velma. I'm Velma. Yeah. No, I'm not Velma. It's not a gender thing, and I don't think you should think of it that way. But you are a Velma. No, I'm too cool to be Velma. Velma's the nerd with glasses, right? Yeah. You're not too cool to be Velma. Don't you dare. What are you talking about, Michael? Fine. You're then you're Scooby-Doo. Dude, come on, man. You know that you're a Velma. Well, I, like I don't want to be disrespectful to you, bro. You're a Velma. What is it? A, is this a BuzzFeed quiz? Yeah, you're a Velma and I'm a Shaggy. I know, I know, I know I'm like a Shaggy, but it's not because I'm a stoner and it's not because I'm not athletic. It's because I wear green shirts. <laughs> and occasionally, if you looked back a couple of years, you only wore red shirts. Did I? No. I don't, dude, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why did Scooby used to wear red? No, Shaggy used to wear red. Oh yeah, it was, there was red shirt Shaggy, and that was when he was only traveling with Scrappy and Scooby. 
Oh, I, I guess I don't know the whole thing. Yeah, you don't know the lore. And that's why I'm gonna that's why I'm gonna head this thing about defeating Jason, right? We get to this camp, we're two Scooby Doo detectives. We're like, huh, something's going on here and then a kid with a knife through his neck dies. We're like, ah, looks like we found a clue, gang. Yeah, I think you gotta I would oh oh my god, I think Jason was in a Scooby Doo. Did they do a crossover? Maybe. I think it was a Jason title film that they did animated and incorporated the Scooby-Doo gang. The Scooby-Doo gang, and it was bloody to say the least. I, yeah, dude, I think what you do almost is you take if, – if he's so nervous about water, and that's why he keeps killing people because he's scared of water – you got to incorporate that and teach him that you can, you know, you, you can live in water. And so what you do is you take uh, you take Jason and you um, you put him in a plastic bag, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you vacuum all the air out, but you give him an oxygen tank and some crackers and stuff. And then um, and then you put him in a horse <laughs> and you drop that horse into the Indian Ocean. Stop it. And... Uh, Maybe he wins a race or some shit too. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not what I was thinking of. Oh, you tell me. I was thinking that we get you know, like at the end of every Scooby Doo episode, there's some ridiculous contraption that they create. Some yeah. gizmo. Oh yes. Some go go gadget. We can use Inspector Gadget's technology. This is this is before this is pre the Nazi scientist takes Jason and turns yeah. him into an Inspector Gadget. Himself. Right, but they do it like the Fast and the Furious, where technically the third movie happens like eight years after the fifth movie. Yeah. Um. So here's what it is: it's Matthew Broderick who runs in butt naked, and he has all his Inspector Gadget clothes, and he's like, "Here, kids, use this." I. <laughs> Dude, that's still not what I was thinking. We're not on the same page still. No, oh. still not. I don't. Uh, well, let's incorporate a new Matthew Broderick. Okay, we, we can incorporate that. But I'm thinking, right, we're the Scoob gang. We're walking around. We're seeing everything. Oh, look at over there. There's a kid dying. Oh, that seems to be a clue. What's going on here? Maybe there's some rich businessman trying to uh, sell sell the thing sell the place I, he wants to put a mall here because he wants to put a mall here but we turn but it turns out that it's just a man killing horny teens right but we're we're the Scooby-Doo gang so what do we do we solve mysteries we make contraptions and you know what Shaggy and Scooby are always the uh, are always, the always bait. yeah they're funny yeah okay so I'm there so we, we we get this we get this whole contraption right and and we're running and there's, there's a slide there's we take one of the water slides yeah. out from the out from the lake and we put oh, it Oh this in. is like a expensive this used to be an expensive a water slide. Well, no, out like of the lake. Not like not like a not like a like a Wisconsin Dells water slide. <laughs> yeah, 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 like yeah, one yeah. of those like basic slides that you Noah's might Noah's Ark. <laughs> no, but I'm thinking right you take that slide and you get the person to climb up and then they you get Jason to chase you off and then Jason's like, "Oh, what's going on here?" and then you push Jason down the water slide. He flies up. What's at the top? Why it's none other than a giant plastic bag. Right? Yeah. And then you take the plastic bag, you zip it up, you put, you take all the air out of it, but there's an oxygen tank and there's some, like, animal crackers in there. Yeah. And then you, at this point, you get uh, Ultra Super Clydesdale. You put him in the, you put him in the horse right there. You, you send him, you send him into the water. You put, I don't know, three or four tigers in there. Yeah, yeah, And the tigers start chasing after the horse. Well, where's the naked Matthew Broderick? <laughs> and the naked Matthew Broderick is the one riding the horse. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. 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 That's awesome. And, and he's riding. <laughs> and, he, and then comes down. It's uh, Super Grover. 
You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> from, from Sesame Street. Yeah, he's wearing a cape. It's, it's normal Grover, but he's a superhero. Right. And he comes down and he uses laser vision and cuts the horse in half. And with it, Jason and naked Matthew Broderick. You know what I mean? He has to die so us, we may live. Two birds with one stone. Can you imagine watching this movie? You're, yeah. you're like, is it? How do they license Grover? <laughs> you're like, I don't. What? <laughs> Like, this was a horror movie? It started off with him killing the Scooby-Doo gang gang and Inspector Gadget? And I don't... Yeah, it's like... I, I was on board with all this shit until they had a Wisconsin Dells-level water slide <laughs> with EDM music and laser lights, and then I just didn't get the Grover piece. <laughs> I just didn't understand. And you know there's some art student that was like, you don't understand, man. It was really deep. It was... It's making fun of merchandising and uh, through excessive use of uh, the, the mall. <laughs> and in, in reality, it's like, no, dude, it's just Grover. Nah, it's just Grover. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening to Survival Guide. We'll have another one out next week, so check it out. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram. Our Twitter is at Survival Guide Pod, and our Instagram is Survival Guide Podcast. Super fun.